We don't play the social game. We are social. Power 98.5. One. Good morning, America. Good, good morning. <laughs> For once, it's morning. I don't know if you notice in the other videos, our background is usually dark. Yes. We are recording at uh, one in the afternoon today. One in the afternoon. So needless to say, there will be no whiskey drunk today. No. Drunk today. Because we had plenty of that six hours ago. It's just coffee. And water. And water yep. today. We had a lot of whiskey last night. Ooh, well, a good amount of whiskey. Um, in Three, a span, four cups. <laughs> in a span of what? Four or five hours? Four or five hours. Yeah, man. Last night we met up with a good friend of ours. Yes. Alex. Alex. Super producer Alex. We had quite the evening, man. It was, uh, it was awesome. That was a really good catching up. Yeah. We got super transparent super vulnerable with each other yeah <laughs> it's always good to have those moments it was a life episode up. in itself that's the mm -hmm. way i felt was, uh... i wish we had like one of those like super spy james bond fly on the walls to record mm -hmm. a whole episode <laughs> would have been interesting we dropped a bunch of gems last night but um yeah. we officially well, i don't know if we officially booked them just yet but we're uh going to have him as one of our guests yes we have a couple of guests uh, coming on the episode, so it's not just going to be us. It's yeah. going to be an extension of yeah. artists, mm -hmm. filmmakers, models, models, actors, actresses, people that we want to shed light on, Yes, basically. People that we want to learn more from uh, personally, professionally. And uh, yeah, so hopefully in the next few episodes, you will see, well, let me see. Next week we got... Okay, we're not going to tell you who the guests are just yet, but yes. next week we got somebody locked in. We got two people locked in, actually. Yeah. It's a dynamic duo. Dynamic duo. Uh, and then the following week, I think we have two more. So for the next few episodes, you will see uh, a couple guests. Yep. So, um, yeah, let's get these intros out. Let's do it. Welcome to Terrible Reception Radio Show. Yes. The uh -huh. Terrible Reception Radio Show. I think that's the one I'm landing on. It sounds good. Don't have to change too much on the social medias. The Terrible Reception Radio Show. Yes. On Power. 98.5 Radio. Radio. Or on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, uh, depending what your platform is. Uh, if you have not subscribed just yet, make sure you subscribe, like, leave a rating, leave a review on all those bad boys. Yes. Because uh, the numbers always looks good, you know? I was looking at numbers the other day and they look pretty decent Yeah, for two guys that are just talking into a microphone about randomness. And uh, yeah, I'm very proud of where we've come the last year and uh, we can only go up from here, I guess. If nobody recognizes you, you have to recognize yourself. So then the recognition can come down the line. You I always have like to say... Um, if we don't toot our own horns, nobody yeah, else will. <laughs> exactly. You have to pat yourself on the back sometimes just because, you know, if you know you're doing the right thing. And uh yeah. Why is the iPad up here? I don't know. It's I just never brought up it here. I just brought it just in case. <laughs> just in case we had to bring up like, you know, pictures of your dad from last episode. Oh, I was like, look, God. we have it right here on airdrop. People seem to have loved that. I'm gonna try to find that photo for everyone, please. So everybody could see. Yes. He's probably going to be embarrassed by it, but no, yeah, he probably won't be. But he takes pride mm -hmm. in that photo. I'm sure he knows. <laughs> I'm sure he does. It's probably like in his private stash. Yeah. <laughs> I'll ask him for it, see if he has it. Um, so I was, I woke up today onto Instagram and uh, shameless plug. We're opening up for Lenny Harold mm -hmm. at Drum in mm -hmm. the city on February 11th. And uh, again, that was a shameless plug. But on another note, the crazy part, I know uh, coronavirus has been big on the headlines um, as of recently. And they said the whistleblower, which was a doctor from China, he had died recently. He's the first one that warned everybody about it. And unfortunately, he died from the coronavirus ah, virus mm -hmm. as of recently. 
It just gets more and more crazy. Stitches get stitches, basically. I don't even know if that's how the <laughs> virus feels. That's gangster as hell. Like, I mean, that's yeah. nuts. What do you think about? Do you think uh, again? We haven't been in our conspiracy bag in a minute. Do you feel like the coronavirus is the beginning of biological warfare, or is it? You know, I want to know your thoughts on coronavirus. Hope, hopefully, I mean, I haven't done too much research on it, but hopefully, it's something that can be contained. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, I don't know, what was the bird flu and the swine flu a few years ago? Yeah. Um, I got into my conspiracy bag because I was reading a whole bunch of stuff on the coronavirus when it first came out. Because I was like, I didn't know what the hell that was. I just saw it on Twitter. Everybody was going crazy or whatever. So um, my conspiracy is uh, population control. I'm surprised they haven't made like a Dominican meme out of coronavirus. I'm sure it exists. <laughs> mm-hmm. I haven't seen it though. But it's a Mexican beer, though. I know, but like, you know, Dominicans <laughs> love the Coronas. Anytime I've gone to your house, you're like, oh, you want a Corona? Like, Never offer you a beer. <laughs> nope. We don't drink Coronas at my house. I know. We it's drink always, whiskey. Yeah, whiskey, Modelo's, or uh, what was Stella's the other day? Stella's yeah. actually an excellent beer. It's overlooked by the uh, American population. <laughs> So you're gonna whip out some like statistic from the American Association no, no. of beer drinking. <laughs> I think Stella's a nice beer. I'll take it over Heineken. I find Heineken to be too uh I don't know, reminds me of an olive. Yeah, I can see that. You know what's funny? When I was in what grade was I in? I was still living in New York, so probably like seventh or eighth grade. Mm-hmm. I went to a house party and that's when I had my first beer. Hmm. My first alcoholic beverage at seventh, eighth grade, right? Wow. So when I showed up there, I don't know there was gonna be alcohol there, but whatever. I was like under peer pressure. Here, have this beer. Hmm. It was a fucking Heineken. Really? That was the last time I had a beer until I was like twenty one, wow. maybe twenty two, wow. because I was so turned off by it. Yeah. Imagine being what age are you at seventh grade? Like what twelve? I would 13? say so. Yeah, yeah. Twelve, thirteen. Isn't it weird? Yeah, Heineken. like seventh grade. You're like, wow. Yeah, twelve. Yeah, that's so crazy. I had a fucking beer at twelve years old. Sorry, mom. Uh, <laughs> i mean it happens like uh i guess no my first official beer uh i was actually with gt mm. gt actually came to france with me and my dad he took us to like the formula one racetrack it's a very hot summer day and shout out to all uh my europeans or french people you'll know what i'm talking about um my dad got me and my friend a panache what panache is so refreshing it's like you usually get like a, a white belgian beer kind of like uh what's the closest blue moon Mm -hmm. so it's basically like blue moon mixed with lemonade oh my god it's so refreshing so my first take on beer was probably way better than mine (laughs) yeah like i was like okay i can do this and like it was like well it was like the arnold palmer of um beer and i was really good yeah it's so refreshing i mean in the summertime like adults drink it and stuff like that so when it's done well, it's really nice. And I think I like beer in Europe in general because it has a nice bite, but it's not overwhelming. Like, I know you like IPAs and stuff like that, but... I haven't it, had an IPA in such a long time since yeah. going on keto, but... It's a lot more flavor. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Stronger, too. Yeah, yeah. Beers always mess up my stomach, though. I can't even lie. Like, the chemistry with my body, it's like the next morning, I feel like complete shit. It hits me like a lactose type of... <laughs> You feel like complete shit as you're taking a shit. <laughs> it, it's not a good vibe. It's not a good vibe. Yeah, well, I was in uh, in Europe. I had uh, Superbock, which is a Portuguese beer, which wow. is pretty good. It's not an IPA, though. No. Um, what are your thoughts on... Because I've seen some people do this when... I don't know if they do it in French culture, but uh, I've seen a few people do uh, where they have a kid that's super curious. Uh-huh. Let's say like a seven or eight year old super curious oh let me drink beer Uh you give them the taste of beer so you could turn them off completely on it and i think that i think that's the beauty about (laughs) europe like i mean there's still everybody there's tons of alcoholics in the culture and the community but like the thing about european culture that i love is that that type of approach where they don't make alcohol or stuff like that taboo Mm. so like even as a little kid I mean, I'm talking about little, like I would have been like four or five and what usually your mom or dad does, like if they have champagne, they dip their pinky in it and put it on your tongue. Mm. And like as a kid, like your palate 
it's not even ready for alcohol so it comes off bitter so you're yeah. not really you won't enjoy it. yeah like the tabooness of like what does that taste like where even like kids go in because the taboo makes it exciting to mm. do it behind your parents back versus in europe it's part of lunch and dinner it's not it's seen it's as like a regular <clears throat> thing rather than let's get fucking mm-hmm. twisted i mean you still have teens that enjoy that feeling mm-hmm. of getting tipsy and stuff like that but it's never like you know as crazy as it might get here sometimes that's that's just my take on it i mean mm-hmm. car accidents happen everywhere people drunk drive all that shit but again in european culture it's not as taboo and whether it it's cognac or champagne i'm talking about yeah like strong liquors your parents will put little drops of it mm-hmm. even into your water and you just grow that uh that understanding or the taste for it. interesting yeah interesting i would think it would be the same in dominican culture or like any other no i've seen a few people do that where it's like you give a kid a taste of the beer and they hate it so much they're like oh i never want to drink beer ever yeah. and then obviously when they get older it's like okay cool yeah because trying to think of maybe my parents did that to me and then i pushed that so deep into my subconscious that i don't remember maybe because i feel like it's it's like less rebellious when you when you kind of come to the time where Mm. it's less rebellious like let's drink behind our parents backs and it's like all right versus Mm. you know what this is about yeah i know what it's about do you feel Mm -hmm. like it maybe i don't know Mm. it's kind of like those parents that do the whole hey if you're gonna smoke weed at least smoke in the house type of thing so they're not doing it behind your back doing stupid stuff out in the streets and yeah yeah. so anyway (laughs) everybody ends up doing it right I just don't yeah. like for me parents out there i know you want to hide like you're ch- again we talked about it last uh episode like i feel like your extension of your parents ways so like a lot of the time whatever you're kind of interested in your parents were and they're trying to protect you from that side of them but everybody gets experimental at one point in the yeah, class i think so so um let me see you want to talk about marshall applewhite for a minute please don't <laughs> why'd you have to go there you wanted to start with the conspiracy stuff we were having a great morning (laughs) we were having a great morning anyway (laughs) this is why you don't let your friends know about your weaknesses okay (laughs) marshall applewhite was literally like one of my biggest fears growing up and it's like some weird shit like it's just like i don't know why it's always the weird shit that scares the crap out of me or really makes me fearful. So Marshall Applewhite, he was a cult leader. No, don't you <laughs> fucking dare. Jesus Christ. So anyway, the imagery thing. of this guy, Marshall Applewhite, it's Look. just like certain people have stares or no. I'm Do not it. I'm not doing it. Do it. <laughs> you gotta bring it up on your phone. Put in the passcode. <laughs> Oh my god. I want to show people what this guy looks like. I'm gonna have to look away. I don't know. Some people have these piercing eyes and you can just tell this guy was insane, psycho. Mm-hmm. And every time he came on the TV when I was younger, like my heart would just drop. And I just I don't know, instinctively instinctively I felt like this guy's just fucking crazy. And uh yeah, and I brought it up to Jay. I think we were going to, I don't Your know. Your mom brought it up to me. That's how it was. It's funny because Jay, there's a lot of these stories I share on the podcast and Jay will have his moments where he's just like, you know, having conversation with my mom, like could be in the kitchen or he, you know, he helps her once in a while with like a ride somewhere. And she brings up the stories that I told and I'm like, see, I wasn't lying about the banana story. I wasn't lying about this, that and the third. And he's like, Jesus Christ, this is really our lives. So, so here's your boy, Marshall Applewhite. God damn! Look at that. That's creepy. You see nightmares. that? You see I don't know that if you're as a see child? It in the camera, but I'm gonna try to put a photo for it. I put an effort, guys. You see that as a child, and I don't see how that's not creepy. Mm-hmm. So to give people some context, uh, Marshall Applewhite was an American cult leader who founded what became known as the Heaven's Gate religious group and organized their mass suicide in '97, claiming the lives of 39 people. So. I listened to this true crime podcast and there actually is an episode about this guy. Oh my God. So this guy made this group of 39 people believe that their body was just a vessel mm-hmm. and that they were actually aliens. So in the afterlife, they will be picked up by their alien counterparts yeah. and taken into what they call heaven, yeah. which is 
space basically basically 39 so, people put plastic bags over their head and killed themselves uh, just because of this guy because of this guy and i think his wife was involved too how are you not like for me as a kid you're like how are you not how could you not be fearful of that mm. to me that was like some other that was some like other realness where i'm like this is not a movie this happened mm-hmm. so like i don't know every time i see saw him come on the screen and you know like back it was 97 mm-hmm. like 97 we didn't have like hd tvs like already the tv's like resolution looked scary it was like with all the <laughs> static and i'm like it made him look extra scary yeah that's what i'm saying and like again like you know when like you're this, watching a scary movie like, and your heart trying to like just jumps like every time i saw him it'd be like news channel four we're talking about the yankees and then boom that comes on i'm like oh my god this guy's scary looking that's what i say <laughs> anyway it's uh, that's a Apple throwback White. that's a throwback but yep so that's marshall Applewhite, guys you want to do some research on him go ahead funny part about that right that that imagery or just imagery in a sense i've always been sensitive to imagery and that's why i feel like imagery is so powerful that like my mom at one point i was having nightmares and i guess like a lot of stuff was going on in my life but this was a like contributor i'm talking about like this was some serious ass shit Mm -hmm. so my mom brought me to one of her healer friends (laughs) (laughs) and the funny story about this is like her healer friend was doing this healing seance or something seance and she was blowing on my face but her breath was like horse doo-doo right and i'm like okay the spirit is definitely leaving my body (laughs) because because the smell is atrocious (laughs) and she just keeps doing this i'm like all right i think i forgot everything i need to forget because (laughs) jesus christ imagine somebody taking a pile of horse poop and just putting a fan behind it. Oh, I was just like, please stop. <laughs> it was probably hot too. Oh well, yeah, I was like, Ugh. Marshall Applewhite. I don't know who who this guy is anymore. Just get me the hell out of here. <laughs> I got like a You're stone on my head and this hot doo doo smell. <laughs> just keeps. She put a hot stone on your head. No, yeah, she put no, like not a hot stone. Uh-huh. It was a hot doo doo smell, but like the stone was on my head, I guess, to align oh. you. And then she's like, so you could, like posture and shit. And I'm like, oh, Jesus. A breath healer should have good breath. No. Or maybe that's her technique. She just like scares the shit out of the evil spirit out of your body with her bad breath. I I said yes. I was like, whatever was in the bad spirits have exited the now or has melted. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking shit. Literally. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking shit. Oh, my God, man. Uh, I got a question for you. Yes. <clears throat> Would you rather have a baby goat or a matter baby? A matter baby? Mm-hmm. What's a matter baby? <laughs> Nothing, baby. What's the matter with you? <laughs> <laughs> was that an actual joke? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. I was I've been like... trying to catch somebody all week with that. <laughs> you definitely caught me. <laughs> That's what TikTok's doing to me, guys. But for some reason, when he was asking that, I was like, definitely go with the goat. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny because people always ask that same question. They're like, what the fuck is a matter, baby? You know what's funny? what is a matter, baby? Now that you bring up goat, I was, uh, I've been intensely looking for, I got back into gaming, by the way. I bought an Xbox One and I beat Devil May Cry 5. I also beat uh, the new Jedi Fallen game, which I was a completely obsessed with if you guys are a fan of star wars and battlefront 2 i need to get like that star wars out of my system because like we just ended on the uh rise of skywalker and hold on one second hold on guys we got to figure out how to put this thing where it doesn't go to sleep every few minutes so again i was uh i was playing rise of skywalker i beat all these games and i said i need a new game nothing grabbed my attention until I came across this game called Goat Simulator. Goat Simulator. So you're basically this goat and you can do all these crazy things where like the goat will enter like it'll get hit by a bus, but then you'll go flying for miles and then like a balloon will pick you up. What? It's just random shit. It has you're just a goat. And it's just like if you look at the preview for the game, 
go onto your Xbox One Microsoft Store account and look for Goat Simulator, and it's the funniest, most random ass game you could possibly imagine. And this is what you landed on. This is what I landed on because everything else, like Jay recommended Gears Five, and I'm like, okay. I've played enough shooters and stuff like that. And sometimes I feel like it gets monotonous. Like I want something like, I wish they had like the new Zelda game that they have for Nintendo Switch, but they don't. But yeah, Goat Simulator is a funny ass game. Even if you look at the trailer, like you'll, you know, you might crack a smile. Yep, this is Goat Simulator. (laughs) Let's bring that up. It's mad random, bro. Why is this person on fire? Exactly. (laughs) What's the point of the game? There is none. It's how wild it can get. You get dragged by a car. You wake up as a goat. And you die as a goat. (laughs) What is this shit? I guess this could be like one of those like reaction videos we could put on YouTube reacting to Goat Simulator Trader. Look at this. What? Did he have a jetpack? Yes. Oh my God. But it's not something that you question. So you're telling me to give you ideas of games with substance and then you land on this? Yes. (laughs) So the goat gets blown up at a gas station, falls through a window, gets dragged by a car, and then... I get it's like you accumulate has a jetpack somehow. It's not even like you accumulate points. It's like how wild can your life get as a goat? <laughs> I'm sure no goats go through this. No, no. Well, goat, I hope no not. goats were harmed in the filming of this game. Right. <laughs> oh my god. So um, let me see. What do we have in the topics? Shout out to all the girls that go down to Miami around this season and end up like Goat Simulator. <laughs> 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 oh my god! Um, another thing I learned from TikTok that I have not tried yet that I do want to try, and if you guys want to try at home, try it at your own risk. Is apparently our testicles have taste buds? Oh my god! I think I told you this. Jay the brought this up. This is the most interesting. I've shared yeah. this with people, uh-huh. and we've had a couple laughs. So thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm curious enough to want to try it because a lot of people in the, their videos supposedly feel or taste something explain the process okay so apparently if you take like a little cup or a dish full of uh soy sauce depending uh, on your sack size you might even need (laughs) (laughs) so um so apparently um our testicles have some kind of receptors Mm. that can detect some kind of taste and one of them is soy sauce so apparently if you dip your balls in soy sauce you, you taste can it on taste your it tongue somehow. Hmm. I don't know if you trigger some like taste sensors in your body or if you do actually taste it in your mouth or whatever, but I'm curious enough to want to try it. Ladies, if you dip your breasts <clears throat> into a bowl of cherries, does it just become a fetish or can you taste it? A little bit of both. <laughs> I see what you did there. Ah. <laughs> so, all right, check check in the next episode and I'll let you know how it goes. Because I'm definitely going to try it. They're going to be like, waste some soy sauce. They're like, Connor from Wisconsin tuned in to Terrible Reception says, <laughs> hey guys, it's a go. <laughs> if anybody wants to try it, uh, not with me, like right next to each I mean, we could do it next week. We can hit up what. Steven and be like, did you taste the soy sauce? Who's Steven? <laughs> not Steven Cuomo. Mm. Steven, do you want to try it? Yes. Go ahead and try it. I would have loved to see him do a reaction video of him actually trying it. That would be the funniest thing ever. <laughs> I'm going to request that. This is my official request. You see what I've been trying to do? I've been trying to like build Steven as this like question mark on the face this type of mystery character. Mystery character that's like, who is this? Who is this Steven character? He is a character indeed. Yes. <laughs> um, is he like Eminem's Paul? Maybe. He is the Paul to our radio show. I like it. Maybe we should call him one day. I think we should. Okay. So we can do that next episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't even know how I landed here. It's kind of like Goat Simulator. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. 
What's the matter, baby? <laughs> um, I guess to to continue the conspiracy bag thing, uh, a couple months ago, they allowed undocumented immigrants to mm. get their driver's license. Okay. And I immediately dove into my conspiracy bag. That's a red flag like, if I've heard one. Mm-hmm. So my thoughts on that is that. In the system. Mm-hmm. We're on the same wavelength, my friend. Welcome. So the the undocumented immigrants that fall off the rate that are not on the radar will now be on the radar. But because that's too they, easily like that's too easy of a trap. Like to me, it's like it's not easy at all because you would have to make that decision as an undocumented immigrant to see how really valuable this, this is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Wow. So it puts you in a precarious position because it's like literally between a rock and a hard place. Like, do I want to come out of the proverbial bushes mm-hmm. and make myself you know detectable yeah yeah so it's crazy how easily detected you could be on so many levels mm-hmm. to really so, go incognito nowadays it's like you have to be a real nomad it's actually i mean i, I was listening i was watching this netflix series called undocumented mm-hmm. and not that it's easy, but you can see how many people are actually not on the radar Yeah, by just keeping their heads low, you know, obviously getting a job that pays under the table because, you know, you can't make any other kind of job, but yeah. um, driving without a license, I would get so freaked out driving without a license. I guess like, yeah, <clears throat> I mean, I do get a, I don't know, it's weird. As much as I'm a rebellious spirit. I do get a little paranoid when not driving with uh, a license because I always feel it's like that's the day mm-hmm. you'll get pulled over and then the complication will worsen than it has to be. Mm-hmm. Has to be, you know? Yeah. Imagine us as documented individuals. Yeah, I know. <sighs> do you have any topics you want to discuss? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I Again, I was on Instagram and I always love seeing people who deserve to win win. And I saw our friend Chris Porter Sipo. Uh, he got a Good Day America um, promotion in a sense because Sipo's uh, from Jersey. Uh, he did a song called Water Dance, mm-hmm. and it ended up featuring Pitbull. And I was on his page, and it seemed like uh, I forget the lady's name from Good Day America. But they were dancing to Water Dance, and that got him a lot of promotion. He just woke up one day and boom. Mm, Kelly. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's dope. Kelly, what is it? Kelly Ripa. Kelly Ripa. Hey, look at her. Right? Hey, hey, hey. That's so dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't see this. Yeah. Oh, it was 22 hours ago. So it's like, you never this know. Like, so I, I told... uh. I told Chris, I said, they can't kill classic. He's like, I got to get that on a shirt. And I was like, but it's true. Like, if you have, like, a good vibe, a good song, you never know when it's going to pop up again. Like, they could have easily chosen something that's brand new out by J Balvin or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. But they uh, they came across Water Dance and used it. So I think that's super, super dope. Um, again, people undermine Jersey artists and the talent and stuff here. But, like, we have so many... Great people, great talents, great personalities, like out of here. And I think that's the whole platform that, you know, we're going to expand on. Um, I might say our next guest for next week, mm-hmm. all things aligned, will be filmmaker, cinematographer, Ronald Reed, Reed TV on uh, Instagram. He's done a lot of music videos for up and coming Jersey artists, artists that are established and uh, larger acts, um, his partner in crime, and also his own entity, uh, Desmond Grant or Des High Def. Again, we've mentioned him in our gallery artist, where he's a good friend of ours. Uh, we support his whole journey. He just dropped a project called Better Luck Never, and we're gonna have him on as well because basically they are. A little bit younger than us they are the dynamic duo like we said like jay and i uh where they do very similar things they're in the same industry as we are and we want to get their perspective through mm-hmm. their eyes of what happens behind the scenes uh you know they've they've worked with ggid they've 
you know, uh, shot for uh, Justina, Justina, J, yeah, J Ivy, all the all these, uh, you know, acts out now from Jersey that have hit a bigger platform and stage. And uh, I'm very interested to uh, pick their minds and um, have them on as guests. Mm hmm. Because, I mean, we've, we often have, have conversations about them, and it's like we always refer to them as like a younger version of us. Yeah. Granted, they're probably way more established and a lot more talented than we were back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's a fast-paced... Uh, it's more fast-paced now because I think uh, Arsenal from the Heatmakers, I was on his page the other day, and he said, and this is no context to them, but they said a lot of artists and people, now everything is insta. Mm-hmm. Instagram instantly trying to get on thinking inst- nobody thinks about the longevity part mm-hmm. and we were in the studio with uh, LX last night Ant Maestro Anthony Edwards however you want to put it damn government and all huh? you know what I'm saying <laughs> like because he like he has he has a he has a profile for each one you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so uh, he was saying that he he recently had a industry problem where he wrote a song didn't get credit for it it's blown up and all this other stuff so again you know what i'm saying like fast pace but a lot of complications come with it you know yeah we were having that conversation we have it fairly often actually where we just don't understand the mind state of record labels managers and how they just want the quick buck Mm -hmm. rather than seeing a cash cow you know what exactly. i mean because it's like we were speaking with uh Aunt yesterday and we were like how are they going to destroy this relationship because now it's tainted you know i don't know if they will be able whether they will continue to work with these people but now that relationship is tainted tainted mm-hmm. and instead of building that relationship and continue working with each other to make record after record after record now it's just going to stop right then and there yeah. but that comes to like the arrogance and the cockiness of certain people and um people rather have that one hit than 10 of them and that's where i don't get it that's what i don't get that makes a difference between a dj Khaled and somebody you don't know about because they decided to only go with one hit and then you end up one hit wonder versus having 10 hit records all simultaneously on the the radio like mm-hmm. jay's right like why wouldn't you want to have a cash cow and longevity that go-to person that just gave you a hit record but now you want to screw them like why would you want to have a and this is no offense to him but why would you want to have a little pump granted i don't listen to a lot of little pump but i would assume that his biggest record was gucci gucci gang ride that for 15 minutes and then falls off the face of the earth or drake who's been on top of the world for how long now exactly 10 15 years doesn't seem like he wants to get off the the, the pedestal just yet so some people are in it for the quick <clears throat> fame and some people are in it because they actually love doing it and mm-hmm. the natural superstar success comes with it mm-hmm. so i think that's what really separates certain artists from others you know what i'm saying same thing for SZA. SZA could have been the girl that stayed in the background of TDE, but she decided to take it to a pop level. And now look at, you know, when you're part of like Black Panther soundtracks and stuff like that, it's like, what's up, Maplewood, New Jersey? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy. <laughs> Maplewood always sounds like it's like pancakes fall off the trees over there. <laughs> he couldn't have said that better. <laughs> I swear, like you think of Maplewood, you feel like you would enter and it would smell like pancakes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But it probably smells like ocean water or something. I, I don't like know. That. Is Maplewood like Central Jersey by the shore? No, 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 no. Maplewood. Is that uh, Maplewood is right there a little bit south orange, west orange. You keep going down. Oh, definitely not. So uh, it probably smells like the turnpike in Maplewood. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like it's in between <clears throat> the West Orange, South Orange, and Irvington area. It's like okay. bad area. Never mind. So. Um Building on the conversation of Insta Famous, um, I was listening to an interview with Russ, mm-hmm. and I've heard this before on this podcast that I listened to. Um, uh, this gentleman by the name of Andrew Schultz always emphasizes the fact that everybody always wants to go viral, right? Mm-hmm. But then when they go viral, what are you going to do with that viral fame, quote unquote? 
You know what I mean? So when Russ was talking about how he had all those records, like he was putting out a record every week for like almost two years. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> his idea was that somebody will eventually find a song and then go back into his catalog and have like a slew of songs that they can listen to. Yeah, yeah. And um, that's kind of what, what we talk about all the time where it's like, yeah, some of these songs collect a little bit of dust, but when somebody stumbles across, let's say our latest single, uh, either Desire or Fallen, they're like, oh, I love these two songs. Let me see what else they have. Exactly. And then they go back into our catalog and see all these other types of music that we have. And then it was like, I even tell people that I DM with, it's like, oh, once you're done with that, we actually have more songs on our SoundCloud that you can listen to. Exactly. <laughs> so, so it's really dope that, um, you know, it, and it just comes with the idea of timing is always everything. You know what I mean? And it's like, I see all these people go viral on Instagram or Twitter or any social media platform. And then that's where it ends. You yeah. know what I mean? And then it's up to you what you want to do with that. Like we a perfect example is Doja Cat. Oh, yeah. Doja yeah. Cat went viral with that the cow. Bitch I'm a Cow song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now she's a well established, like hip hop, RB, like pop, pop artist now. Yeah, yeah. And she's actually pretty good. Yeah, she, she can definitely <laughs> sing. Um, I always tell the artists that follow us that might be younger or whatever. I was like, or even the ones that are, you know, our same age and been doing it for a minute. I tell them like, remember when, you know, your older records came out, the way it hit, the way it made you feel. Mm -hmm. It's the same way that what's old to you is brand new to somebody else. So again, like when they come across it, they get that same nostalgia and feeling of when you first put out the record. Um, you know, if a record has energy, it always holds that energy it doesn't change like whenever they play biggie in the club like if you listen to juicy it has the same effect that it does the first time it came out and that's what makes it a classic so don't ever undermine your work um and recognize it as a classic like if you're putting out a single and you pushed it as a single it's because you and your team had that confidence at the time <coughs> and mm -hmm. recognize it as such you know what i'm saying you never know that Maybe the second song that you worked on will become your single. It's not always the new one, mm -hmm. you know? And it's like Jay said, it's like, it's what the public puts a stamp on. It's not really what you decide. Right. Just keep putting out great content and great music. Mm -hmm. So as an advice for up and coming artists, if the first 10 songs don't catch on, keep on releasing music. Because eventually somebody will come across it if it's good. You know yeah. what I mean? And then once they stumble across that one, they'll have a whole catalog of songs that they can uh back into true back into i'm gonna chuck dive back thing. into yeah sorry that we keep interrupting it's just the computer is like probably five six feet away and it keeps falling asleep so we want to make sure it's still recording bring the the mouse um i was gonna build on that idea but i forgot what i was gonna do we, so well, a, we, some people they used to call me dory dory yeah because my short-term memory fucking sucks. Oh, I see. I see what they <laughs> do with that. Um, we had a conversation last night, again, the extension of the conversation with Ant. And, you know, I like to, I don't like to gas up my friends. It comes off as gassing up. But I really like to, it could be Jay, it could be Ant or anybody else. But sometimes we all need that reminder of why you're so dope why you continue to be dope. And if you don't recognize how swaggy you are, if you lost that along the way, you know, you need that person to remind you sometimes, you know what I'm saying? I said like, it doesn't matter that you just became a dad. It doesn't matter that you became a mom. It doesn't matter that, you know, uh, you're a barista during the day or this or that. Like everybody embodies some type of cool about them. And especially if you're an artist or something like that, that has other people attracted to you and you know at the end of the day that never goes away um it's it, it's it's your spirit so it's kind of like sometimes you have to get back in the gym and it's never easy to recognize your strength but you can get back on the horse and uh continue you've been using that horse reference a lot the last two days yeah <laughs> get on that horse <laughs> Because oh, even for a horse, uh -oh. I'll flip it like this, right? Your courage is like the horse, but like, you know, a horse's sight, sometimes it looks at humans and we look like giants. So they're scared of us mounting them. 
Yo, so they have a wide lens. Yes. For eyes. Exactly. So they have a very wide lens. So we look like huge to them and sometimes they're scared, but then they're like, oh, I can carry this weight. <laughs> so it's almost, again, perception. I didn't know that. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do my research on that. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> Fun uh, fact of the day. Snapple fact of the day. <laughs> I'm really upset that I can't remember what I was going to say earlier. Listen, Dory. <laughs> so I feel like I had something good to say. It'll come back if it's meant to. Just get on that horse, Jay. Just get it's on that not, horse. It's not going to come back. It's gone forever. <laughs> Any other topics you want to discuss? Um, Let me see. Let me see. Well, you know what? I had a couple of friends approach me. And uh, one of them is an artist. And he said he would love to be a guest on the Terrible Reception. And I said, we would love to ha- have you as a guest. And he's like, can we do it this month? Because it's Black History Month. And he said, wouldn't it be right? And I said, you know what? Yes, it would. And, you know, it would. It, I would funny. The first, sorry to cut you off. Yeah, but yeah. the first, let's see, we have two next week, two the following week. And then if we add him to the list, if you're thinking, what, if you're talking about who I'm thinking about, mm-hmm. that's our first five uh, guests yes. are going to be. Yeah. Blacks. Exactly. Blacks. You hear me? Uh-oh. What the I hell? I didn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> the first, sorry guys, the first five guests, guests that we're going to have are black men. Yes. The melanin is strong on the next couple of episodes. Mm-hmm. And what I was going to say is that, again, it's it, it's a month of recognition, but you guys kill it all year, every mm-hmm. year. I was gonna say we can extend it into what's the next month march <laughs> yeah yeah i think it's just in general it's just like we got so many dope souls and spirits out here just killing it mm-hmm. um and this is why we want them on the show to have recognition because they're very unique mm-hmm. i always tell everybody you are as unique as your fingerprint if you always feel like there's competition out there you know just there's only one of you like your fingerprint and that's why a fingerprint is a form of identity because every fingerprint even if it looks a little similar they're all different and it doesn't matter if you know instagram models it looks like they only go for mixed people or this or that or whatever whatever always have confidence that you are irreplaceable somebody staring no i just realized that they're building this building back here yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) it wakes us up every morning but uh, what the hell? it took the away. It wasn't there. I had, had a little view. Yeah, I had a beautiful uh, view of the skyline of New York and it kind of glistened and glittered at night. And we had these beautiful sunrises. And now this ugly plywood and this brick wall has taken place. And I will probably see other people fornicating and or taking showers across the way. That's cool. Yeah, it'll add to the podcast stories, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, again, Mm -hmm. you are individual and take pride in you are the only of your kind. I think that's uh, a good takeaway if you guys are tuning in. Just, uh, yeah, don't compare yourself. To nobody. To nobody. Personally and as a uh, artist, um. Cause I feel like that's where people get discouraged, especially as artists yeah. where they compare themselves to others. And it's like, um, I wish I could find that video. I'm going to ask my cousin to send it to me where I think I mentioned it a couple episodes ago where it's like where you want to be. It's like a little chart. It's like where you want to be, mm-hmm. but where you are at currently. And that gap between that and this could lead to a lot of discouragement. Yeah discouragement (coughs) failure anxiety it's all a state of mind versus it's like if anxiety or anything else becomes your religion and you believe in it Mm -hmm. you're gonna see those effects you know what i'm saying versus as much as you start believing in yourself and you are your religion Mm -hmm. the universe will show you otherwise word perfect example actually i have this uh 12 year old going on 13 that i'm working with and uh i got him into the idea of wanting to train boxing yeah because he's like this kid that has a lot of anger i was like this would be perfect for you Mm. so i got him to sign up for wesley's class okay shout out to 
West Fit. West Fit. He has a class on Sunday. And I encouraged him and his stepdad to go take this class. I was like, this would be great for you because you're like little. He tells me about his little insecurities where people are saying that he's getting a little chubby or whatever. I was like, dude, that's just puberty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'll figure it out. Dude, that's just puberty. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I encouraged him to take this boxing class. And he was like, yeah, but I, I get really frustrated because um, I want to learn all these combos, blah, blah, blah. I was like, dude, it's going to take time. Mm-hmm. So I tried to encourage him to take it for what it is the first session you're gonna like probably want to throw up or you're probably gonna be sore as hell you're not gonna know how to throw punches but if you're going in there with the mind state of this is gonna take time and you'll eventually get there if you practice um you won't get discouraged the first session because i didn't want him to go there get frustrated uh because he can't throw a jab or a combo that he wants to throw um and then get discouraged and stop going you know what I mean? So I showed him a before and after video that Wesley posted of when I first started to when I was like four or five months in. And I'm looking at the progression. I was like, yo, I didn't know how to throw shit. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it took time. I was meeting with Wesley once a week, every week for four or five months. And now I feel way more comfortable because it's all about muscle memory at the end of the day. Nice. So you practice something long enough. It could be with anything. You could practice boxing or snowboarding or you know writing lyrics or writing a song um the more practice you get the better you get yeah so it's like going to the gym that's why i said like anything that takes time ends up having a beautiful outcome whether it's a strawberry and it's organic and it has to grow a baby being in your belly for nine months (laughs) slow cooked ribs Mm. all these things are so delightful once they do come out and you get to enjoy them versus oh you want to make muffin it might taste good for a quick second, but you're going to feel it later. You know what I'm saying? It's anything like that. And you need to reflect on it like that. Like anything that you admire. It's like, again, like whiskey. Whiskey can take 12 years before you get the sweetness out of it. And it takes a long process versus like, oh, you. what makes wine so uh, profound, you know, is that it's aged. Mm-hmm. It takes time. It's It, it hits your palate different versus again you get a younger wine you're like okay that was okay but anything that's worth it takes time especially love making yo you are (laughs) i was about to jump in there i was gonna be like i was gonna say something very similar to what you always do (laughs) always make something about sex (laughs) we're always on the same it's just like sex you know uh the first few times you're super confused and you don't know what the hell you're doing then after you practice and practice and practice do your research uh it's much better so yeah man so basically in a nutshell to wrap things up to wrap up this topic um don't get discouraged with whatever it is that you're doing just make sure you have that determination and make sure you have that um drive to want to get better at whatever it is that you're doing whether it's i don't know stocking boxes at walmart be the best box stalker in the world you know what i mean so we can until, hit the tops if you would <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah i mean by the time this episode airs we will be either on stage on tuesday uh or have already touched the stage um February depending 11th. depending on when you listen to this but um you know we've been encouraging people you know it's super last minute but uh major stage i contacted major stage which is a uh concert promoting booking company what would you call them concert series yes um that we've known for quite some time they do a lot of shows in the city <clears throat> um so I contacted them, just pitched them an idea or whatever. So they were like, yeah, we love your we love your stuff. We want to see what you guys do on stage. So if you want to squeeze in, we could squeeze you in Tuesday. I was like, yo, that's perfect because Lenny's going to be there. And we love Lenny. <laughs> Lenny's our boy. Lenny Harrell, baby. <clears throat> so we figured we'd pull in our people. He'll pull in his people who often mingle with each other anyway. So, um, you know, we're going to do a few songs uh, and they will enjoy it. Oh, damn. So hopefully um, they can book us for um, future major stages, future major, future major. Say that 10 times. Guys. Future major stages, future major stages. Hey, hey, future, future major stages, stages in the future. Stages, hey, hey. So uh, I'm super excited about that. Uh, we have a video shoot that we're doing Sunday. Yes, for Sir Knight. For Sir Knight. Um, 
what else do we have coming up? And then we're going to start planning our own video shoots for once. Yes. We've been so caught up working for other people that we've kind of lost ourselves. So. I'm falling behind. Or... <laughs> so we're going to uh, come up with some ideas for Fallen and Desire. Um, the plan is to accomplish the goal of releasing these two videos by the summertime. Yes. That is my goal. And it's going to happen. It's going to happen. So uh, we just got to run through some ideas uh, next week. Maybe we'll start shooting in two weeks. I don't know. Because I know we have little ideas, but we want to make sure that we piece it together appropriately and give you guys some dope-ass visuals. Happy birthday shout-out to my brother. Happy birthday shout-out to the Mia. I was actually going to give him a voice message right before I walked in, but I figured I'd just wait until I get into the car because he left me a voice message on my birthday. Nice, nice. Let me see if I have it. I don't know if it disappears, but um, early birthday shout-out to you. Hey, hey. Because this episode will be out the uh, the day or two before your birthday. Yes. Or on your birthday if you're listening on Power 98.5 Radio. Because the show airs on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays at 9 a.m. Yes. On the 98.5 app. Download it now. Available on iOS and Android Marketplace. Or you can summon it through Alexa and <laughs> FBI will be in your door. <laughs> summon it through unless you have bad breath. <laughs> You're like, let's <laughs> heal you real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's why the exorcist was like, God damn, I'm not staying in this body. Yo, for real. But uh, once again, guys. Hold on, wait. Don't close out yet. I was trying to close the door on that one. Ah, shit. Yeah, it's gone. I hate that voice messages disappear. Is there a way that you could keep voice messages? Yes. Well, you have to go into your options and make sure that your text messages aren't automatically deleted for space purposes. Sarada beach. Sarada beach. Like Jay's dad would say. That's my beach. I like how his voice goes high pitched every time you do it. That's beach. <laughs> well, once again, guys, it's been the Terrible Reception yeah. Radio Show. I am Jet Plane J on and social media platforms. And I am Blue Eyed Benetton. <laughs> we are Benetton Music, One Eye Photography, Benetton Apparel. What else we got? And your future. Terrible Reception And your future brother in laws. <laughs> <laughs> or Eskimo brothers. <laughs> um, once again, YouTube. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, leave a rating, leave a review, leave us five stars, tell Alexa I said what's up. <laughs> That's all I got for today. Let's hit him with the intro and, and the, the outro. outro. <laughs>